get down to brass tacks, gentlemen. This is it. The American dream. Let's just cut the crap and get down to brass tacks here. This is it. The American dream. Let's get down to brass tacks here. This is it. The American dream. But let's get the brass tacks here. Damn it, I missed the post. I always try to go in on that second fucking round of do, do, but I fucked it up because my mic was still <laughs> muted. <laughs> the big, tables have turned. Yeah, just a big fat fucking idiot. Welcome back, everyone. It's the Brass Axe Podcast, episode 145. We are your hosts, Rick and Adam. My name is Rick. Gas Queen. Slava Ukraine. Yeah, you guys are doing really good over there right now. That's not good. Because you guys are really whooping some ass over there. <laughs> I mean, for the second best, quote unquote, you know. What? Military, it's pretty good. The no, last couple months. I thought you were going to say flag football team. Yeah. Well, might as well be. I'm over here, like, coughing and shit. I, like, I was hurrying up and woofing down my uh, grocery store sushi, and now I keep, like, getting stupid grains of rice stuck in my throat and shit. Level sushi? No, I got it from fucking uh, Lowe's Food, you know, where Robbie oh. kills his liver every every day. <laughs> I, I don't think he has a job anymore. I know he said he was going to join the show if he got off work in time, but he's still working, you know, quote unquote, working. We all know what that means. He's fucking hustling drinks over at Food Lion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry, Lowe's, Lowe's Foods, excuse me. I don't think uh, Food Lion is quite at the uh, echelon where they where they need a bar in their establishment. I think that would lend that would that would lend itself more to like shootings and shit like that. Well, yeah, it's weird that a grocery Ugh. store has like pussy tape, like a bar. Know, like, yeah, yeah. What's going on, uh, Agent D Bone? How you doing, pimp? We got him in the chat. We got Jana in the chat. How you doing, Jana? What's going on? She says, "Hello, boys. Don't watch the Northman on Peacock. It's not good." Adam and I were making fun of the Northman. What, like, a I week watched ago? it. Yeah, it was ter- it was terrible. I'm not watching that garbage. Get the fuck it, out of my face. It made no sense. Every every time I see a grown man, like like today, actually, I'm glad we're bringing this up. Every time I see a grown man walking around like in public, like today it was the grocery store. He's got his little Thor's hammer necklace around his neck and stuff. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, guy. I own a Thor's hammer necklace, but it was a gift from a friend who like, you know, bought it ironically. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought Mike gave it to you. So. Oh, wait, no, no. I, that means I have two. Yeah. Cause Mike gave me one. Yeah, Mike, gave me one, Mike too. gave me one too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I still have that one too. I've got them both yeah. in like a box full of other jewelry and other accessories people have given me. It wasn't. It could have been good though. The movie could have been good. Yeah, Vikings are cool as shit, but I feel like everything recently is making them like bitched out. This, yeah, this was kind of gay. 
It was just yeah. kind of gay. The movie was just gay. Like, yeah, and they, they, didn't they do keep, anything. They keep trying to do the the diversity thing with with Vikings, and it's like, no, they were they were pretty like they kept to themselves. Like, as far as I know, I think I think Norsemen in general were all about like, you know, keeping you know keeping the purity of their blood going. You know, well, I don't know. They raped and like fucked everyone. Like they would well, go yeah. down even all the way into Ukraine. Everyone did that back then. Oh, yeah, but the Norwegian ones bought all the way to Ukraine. Yeah, and, and also I'm and not made a city. I'm also not saying that that's okay either. I don't just because I say like, oh, everyone did it back then. I'm not. I'm not excusing that behavior. I'm just. Saying, oh, you're. Wow. I'm a rape apologist. <laughs> yeah, are you a rape apologist though? Okay. No. All right. All right. Oh God. Yeah, Janice says uh, it could have been good, but it was just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It. It like it really didn't make sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, you bit we basically just sat there watching it for whatever two hours and just like uh, what was this yeah i'm not getting down like a, there could have been cool action and there wasn't there, the last the last cool viking thing i saw was uh it was a series that was um, made History in Channel? in scandinavia no no it was a, it was a oh. t- television series that was made in scandinavia and i can't remember if it's on netflix netflix or not it's on one of these streaming platforms but i think I I don't I can't remember if it's just called Thor like it's not it's not like a Marvel thing or anything like that it's like a completely different take on like Norse mythology and it's like about this teenage kid who like finds out he's he's like distant relative of Thor or some bullshit like that like it, the way that the storytelling and everything goes on in the in the film it's tolerable not like not like how Marvel and like these other like basically these other Viking things it's basically Sons of Anarchy but with Vikings. It's like all these guys with the same haircuts and muscles and like their tattoos and shit. It, same thing, yeah. yeah. It's just gay. Like it's too it's yeah. too gay. Like I want you can't sell me on any of that shit. I know. Well, what about remember that one move that show that uh the guy from the Bruce Springsteen band in oh, Sopranos? Oh, uh Lilyhammer. Yeah, <laughs> Lily Hammer kicked ass, dude. You're talking about Stevie Van's aunt, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's always just every episode yeah, dude, those lips, man. And I, as a guitar player, I don't know how he fucking plays guitar. He's got those fat little like Dago sausage fingers, like a midget. You know how midgets have like those uncomfortable cocktail weenie hands and fingers. Well, it's uncomfortable. Is he really playing difficult things for Bruce Springsteen? Though? I mean, not not technically difficult, no. But I mean, like to to play a guitar proficiently and be able to like switch between chords and stuff like that his fingers just look unnatural because they're so fat and little i believe it yeah it's just weird cuz i've got like long creepy fingers like you like i'm pretty sure i could like put my fingers under a door frame and flip them up and freak somebody out from the other side you know oh that'd be so cool i've got like <laughs> slenderman hands yeah yeah it's it's really i don't know i don't not super big into my. Well, I guess I am big into my hands. I fuck them every so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a hand guy. <laughs> well, after I worked out, like just the reason I was running late and I had to go get stupid uh, grocery store sushi, I was working out right before the show and I had to shower and everything. I was like, I'm here. Might as well. While I'm in the shower, might as well just let one go in the drain and you know approach the show with a calm and cool, collected mentality. Because you know me, Adam. A low T. A low T. Yeah. I'm all about gotcha. I'm all about good vibes. I'm all about using the word vibes in a sentence. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I would agree with that. You know, yeah. just putting them out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm also really into jumping off of high buildings onto concrete. Oh. And killing yeah. myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. Because I think vibes are cool. <laughs> yeah. The, the latter might be the better option. For yeah. You, well, I have but... to use one to get up onto the building, so. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Chill, Thank chill. you. This is, chill, chill, chill. This is a slow burn. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. How are you, sir? Kyle says, what is even on Peacock? The U.S. office is the only thing I can think of. The only streaming service I have been considering lately is Paramount+. Plus. Um, I'll give you my power, my Paramount Plus login. I already gave it to Robbie and uh, Mr. Canasto on Xbox Live. I might as well share it with one other person. I'll keep sharing it until it doesn't let me add anyone else to it. <laughs> yeah, the password is N-I-G. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> you didn't even let me get my finger on the beep. <laughs> yeah. Um, hit me up after the show, Kyle, and I'll, I'll fire off those credentials. Um, let's see. Janice says Peacock has the office Brooklyn nine, nine, nine. And I watched new Firestarter today. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any of that. I know the office. I know Brooklyn nine, nine, nine. Oh, is there a Firestarter like series? It's not a prodigy song. I'm the dick he's tasted, sucking a bunch of dudes off. I think that guy's dead, isn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, the vocalist. Yeah. You don't know his name? I think it's Keith something. I don't know it either. Whatever, dude. Amateur. Big, big prodigy fan. I don't know all their <laughs> names. <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate when I'm like, because there's so many bands I'm into and like, like as a musician, you're just going to love a bunch of different types of shit all together and stuff. So I fucking hate especially when it's someone who doesn't play an instrument or doesn't like create any music of their own or something. Whenever they're like, Oh, what's your favorite song? Or, Oh, who's your favorite member? Or, oh, I really like so-and-so is playing. And if I'm like, Oh, who's that? And they're like, the, the drummer from the band we're talking about. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Do I listen to like a hundred thousand bands? You expect me to remember their stupid names? I don't have time for yeah. that shit. I only listen to Viagra boys and I don't know any of their names. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they have a new track out by the way. It's pretty funny. The music video is really funny. Were you serious? Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. It's literally just the vocalist. He's walking around an old western town. And he's like, he's like doing really like gay shit with like six shooters and stuff. He's just firing them blindly, like Alec Baldwin around the set. He's an edge. Yeah, no, I like he, him. Yeah, he's something else, man. He's like he's like an American-born dude who moved mm -hmm. to Sweden to start a band. Yeah, really weird. Like. Everyone else is like Swedish or Norwegian or yeah, are, Scandinavian. But, yeah, Scandinavian, and then he, guy over there. Mm-hmm. They doing all right for themselves, though. They doing all right. They're playing trumpets and saxophones and saxophones. There's no trumpets. It's not a fucking oh, ska band. A no, no, no. I wouldn't listen to him if there was. I'm a I'm a strict like, unless you're like a old school using heroin jazz musician. I'm not listening to a trumpet. You got to be like Dizzy Gillespie or something cool like that. Like I'm not, I don't fuck with trumpets. I, that was the first instrument I ever learned to play. Wasn't into it back then. Not into it now. I don't even really like the way they sound. How hard is it to play a trumpet? I mean, it's, once you get breath control under, under your belt and like some dexterity in your fingers, it's really not that bad. And the sheet music's not super hard to understand either. Well, it's, it's like three buttons, but you can move them what, like in three levels? Like, there's so many combinations, dude. Is there? Yeah, okay. I mean, you can. I mean, you can play anything on it. So uh, naturally, there's going to be a shitload of different combinations that make different tones and stuff. But I, I, I couldn't play one now if I tried. Like, you have to really stay up on that shit because you have to blow into it a certain way with your lips. You have to like 
There's a lot of breath control yeah. and shit at play there. And then you got your spit valve. That. You got to release the spit that builds oh. up in it and it smells like shit. And then yeah. like there's a little mini slide at the front, like underneath the main like horn part of it yep. that everyone like that flares out that everyone would know a trumpet by the look of. Um, that slides forward and backwards, so that can do weird shit to your tone as well. So there's different songs oh. that call for using that thing. Oh, you have to but, adjust that yeah, slightly. Yeah. And, and so um <clears throat> yeah, learning that whole instrument, because I did that for a couple of years and um I like as a germaphobe, even as a kid back then, I didn't like, I've never liked my hands to be dirty. I've never liked to be around germs and shit like that. But, um, we had a carpeted band room, obviously, because you don't want sound bouncing around like that. And so all day long, all fucking day, all these different classes in and out of this classroom, blasting spit valves on the carpet. And then there were times where you know, we would just be bullshitting around like we would finish everything and there'd just be idle time in the class or something like that. And then there's all these kids just laying around on the floor and like fucking like touching the floor, putting their stuff on the floor. Like I, it was so gross. It was so fucking gross, dude. I'd never look back once I put down that instrument. That's why I was percussion. Yeah. Yeah. That, I tried to switch to percussion, but after two years of middle school band, the teacher was like, you can't, I'm not going to just put you on a different, like start you out at level one on a fucking drum set. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess, I mean, you could do a bunch of different stuff in percussion. You could, well, I didn't help my case. Do the dude. triangle. Well, I didn't help my case. I was like, you're literally just tapping on shit. And the teacher was like, okay, oh. you don't appreciate percussion. You need to get out of the fucking room. Yeah. She, she ended up giving my trumpet away. Yeah. dude. What do you mean? She, she, um, so, my leaving the band and everything like that. She didn't take it well. I wasn't nice in that class. Like I was, I was such a cunt dude. I was always last chair and I would always challenge like first or second chair. Well, no, I, I would, it's on purpose. I would challenge first or second chair, get the chair. And then whoever was next to me, whoever really sucked, who was like second to last chair, like real life last chair, I would, they would challenge me and I would always lose to him. I would fucking throw it. I would go right back to last chair, dude. It was, and she fucking hated me for it. And so you were throwing, you were throwing. Yeah. I was throwing matches. matches. Yeah, dude. And I did it consistently. Well, I did it. I've been, I've been a troll my entire life, dude. Like that's got a tight, that's got a tight. Yeah. I, I, I I love, I love trolling my teachers. I have teachers from my past that I'm still cool with because they had good sense of humor when I was a kid. Like I would do shit like that. And some teachers would be like, all right, I get what this kid's doing. This is actually, all right, today's not a normal day. Today's kind of a fucking cool day. And they wouldn't be a dick to me. Like, cause yeah. it, that shit made the kids laugh. Like me fucking throwing chair matches and stuff every week. Like the whole fucking class would erupt in laughter and I'd get fucking scolded. My music teacher was intense. Like the whiplash teacher. Like he, yeah. Like he State Farm a lot. Like every really <laughs> day he yelled a lot. About what? I don't know. Like, oh, this, like this section didn't come in on time or the, you know, the section, you, you know, yeah. just why he's yelling a lot. <laughs> Taking it too seriously. Uh, yeah. I won't say his name because it's a unique name. You could probably Google it. What name. is it? I'm not saying it. <laughs> I know. I feel you. When I told that story about the computer teacher, I had Jack and off in class getting, getting caught with porn on his computer dude his name even if i said one part of it like everyone's gonna know what it is 
you could probably yeah you could google it it's so unique without a doubt and he was in i think he was in the military as well and like he was just in the school system for a long time so like it's gonna pop up it's gonna you type in one part of that name and then like Mm -hmm. myrtle beach yep see agent d-bone in the chat he's he already doxed him I went to school with Agent D-Bone in case anyone's wondering. Oh, oh. <laughs> Agent D-Bone's going to know about some of these stories. <laughs> um, let's see. That was a Mad TV character, wasn't it? Miss Swan, yeah. yeah. You're looking like a man. Was that, was that her husband? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, she was doing Asian face. Yeah. she was a Jew. But see, that's the thing. When you're part of the tribe, you don't get in the trouble. The tribe gets away with everything, basically. You don't get in trouble. It's They're not technically. They're very persecuted people, Adam. That's what you need to understand, number one. Number two, you're a racist. And number three, you're a cisgendered male. So you're not going to know anything about a single fucking thing on planet Earth. Yeah, the tribe the tribe slips slips through the cracks. A tribe called Quest. Midnight, <laughs> better, midnight, better than the other tribe. Yeah, big time. Midnight Marauders. <laughs> uh, also, bless up. Bless up, Fife Dog. Bless up. Uh, Fife Dog. Bless up. He was he was really nice to... Uh, when, when I played guitar in that hip-hop band... He was like really all about our music and shit. He was super cool. And uh and Jerobi from Tribe Call Quest. Also very, very nice dude. Super supportive and loves music. All those guys. Bless up. They were like, yeah, like the same era as like Tali Quali, like Black kinda. like Black Star and all that. Yeah. 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 I mean they came uh, yeah, all those guys I feel like were on the scene around the same time, like late eighties, early nineties type shit. Into the all good 2000. stuff, by the way. Like, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, it fucking defined the genre. Now it's trash, but well, I mean, there's still some good stuff. You drinking a Sparks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Do they even make Sparks still? I I think so because my what you my one neighbor that said he quit quit drinking years ago. I never believe that was drinking wood. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, you you quit drinking. You're drinking an alcoholic beverage, but it's an energy <laughs> drink. It's yeah, energy and alcohol. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, dog. No, I um, I was a big tilt guy. I didn't like yeah. sparks because I'm not. I've never really been a big citrus drink guy. Um, and also tilt, if I remember correctly, had more alcohol in it. And if you know anything about me and alcohol, that's what it took. <laughs> you didn't like Sprite? Uh, no, dude. Sprite doesn't have alcohol in it. <laughs> not a big Sprite guy. <laughs> Zero alcohol content in Sprite, so I never touched the stuff. And I I didn't want to dirty up my body by drinking soda, Adam. Soda's terrible for you. I kind of like a little Sprite, you know? Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. It's not all you like. Uh, Let's see. Kyle says, I try to teach myself harmonica. It's difficult because the little holes are small. Harmonica is all breath control too, dude. Like you get a good rhythmic uh, cadence with your breath, like learn different time signatures with your breath. I, you'd surprise yourself. You'll surprise yourself on a harmonica. Um, well, once upon a midnight leery, I walked with something in my hand. Shut up and go find your pop filter. Put a sock over your mic or something, dude. I can hear how nervous you are. Adam's got flop sweats right now because he's... Yeah, I don't know where it is. Adam's like, oh my God, eight people are watching right now. <laughs> well, I pulled, just moved it and it was there. It was gone. I don't know where the... I'm telling you right now, one of your cats is dancing around the house wearing it like a yarmulke. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. But I didn't see any cats with it. Probably one of my dogs ate it or something. Jana says that her music teacher from fifth and sixth grade ended up being a pedophile. 
<laughs> you spelled pedophile wrong too, Jana. It's P-E-D-O. Ask me how I know. Well, you are what you eat. Well, I hear Adam get called it all the time. <laughs> I figured I'd probably learn how to spell it. Uh, Agent D-Bone says, we had one t- history teacher that was a Chippendale, allegedly. That's kind of cool. We had um, this really hot math teacher. I don't remember if I've told you this or not. Um, is, does D-Bone remember Mints? Mints? Mints. M-I-N-T-S in South Carolina. What are you talking about? It was a strip club. Where in South Carolina? Me and Asian Beach. Yeah. Me and Asian. You didn't. You never remembered it. Like. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know about that shit. Agent D Bone throwing down the names of some hot teachers now in the chat. That's what I'm talking Uh about. Yeah. So Agent D Bone, Miss Bun, she was this really hot math teacher we had in middle school. During a parent teacher conference, my fucking mom told her how hot I thought she was. And I was like in sixth grade. I was like, mom, are you fucking out of your mind? What's your intern mommy doing, dude? Why she's, is she doing She's that? probably listening, hanging back, being low key in the chat. She's probably surveying the chat. I'm going to turn my light on too <laughs> so you guys can see my beautiful face. I can see you. I'm not, I, it's not about you. Oh. It's about the adoring public and what they deserve to see. Actually, I don't know if I like that lighting. It's not that good. I mean, yeah, with it, with it off. We can see you again. Jeez Louise. Yes, she did. Yes, she had a hot assistant as well. Um, But no, so there was, in high school, there was another math, or I think math teacher, if if I'm remembering correctly. There was a very hot math teacher in high school. And Agent D-Bone, you know who I'm talking about. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this story before. I hope you enjoy it. I think I've told it here before, but just in case... Um, super hot math teacher, immaculate ace. We find out over a summer, like, and this is, this is like, I think this was right before we graduated. Like I was already out of this particular high school and I was like at the Academy or something like that at this point, but it's like two in the morning on a Saturday. So no school, no, nothing like that. Two in the morning. We are jumping on the trampoline. It's me, Skylar, our friend, Neil. And I'm sure someone, there was more people there. Cause like we used to, we used to hang out in a fairly sizable group back then, but, um, we're jumping on the trampoline two in the morning. We see this red Mustang pull up in front of Skylar and I's ex-girlfriend's house. Cause she lived right across the street from, uh, uh, Skylar. And she had this older brother who lived there, who was in his, like, I think mid twenties at the time or something like that. Anyway, this red must- Mustang pulls up two in the morning and we're all looking at each other. Like there's no way that's her. Cause we all knew that this bitch drove red Mustang. She gets out of the car looking around like nervous and shit. And so my friend Neil is like, Hey, miss so-and-so what's up. And she like looks over and she's just mortified. Cause she's like, yo, half my fucking class is sitting on a trampoline at two in the morning, staring me down. Oof. And and also she knows, she knows she's hot. She knows she's fucking like, she knows she's fucking banging and whatnot. And like, she knew that like the kids were always staring at her ass and stuff, but like, how was she a solid eight, solid okay. eight, solid eight. And, and in high school too, like when all your teachers are fucking jalopies, um, yeah. Oh, nice. We'll talk about that D bone. Um, but so anyway, she gets out of the car, she's looking around, she's mortified. Um, this scumbag older brother, 
grabs her. Like he comes out front. They walk around to the side of the house and we hear the shed door close. And it's like one of these shitty old like sheet metal sheds with a metal door. We hear it slide shut and we're like, there's no way he just took her back in this shed to fuck her. And so being the creeps that we were and knowing that we weren't going to be charged as adults if we trespassed on property and stuff like that, we ended up going into Skylar's other neighbor's yard who's directly next to this guy. And we get through the bushes right up on the shed. And sure enough, this bitch is getting railed out in the shed at two in the morning by this scumbag dude who lives at his parents' house with his little sister and whatnot. That's kind of hot. It is. Now, thinking about it, it is. Totally. If you're the guy doing the banging. Yeah, if you're the teacher, it's kind of sad. Yeah, so check this out. My friend (laughs) Neil, my friend Neil, again... Degrass Tyson. Inserting himself into the issue, or inserting himself into the, into the, um, the, the proceedings. He takes, like, I couldn't remember if it was, like, rocks or a big stick or something, but he, like whips it as hard as he could against the side of this shitty metal shed and it made this really long lot like super loud bang we would go running across the yard and we're hiding behind Skylar's I think behind Skylar's mom's car or something like that and we're not doing a good job you know there's like there's a bunch of us we're not doing a good job so we see her like scurrying to the car and the dude's like god damn it fucking these fucking kids dude I fucking had it and he's like swearing and shit she gets in her car and peels off right and he's like, you guys are fucking assholes. And like, she, she came over, we saw her do that one more time and we did the same thing. And then she just stopped going over there altogether. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just go to her place? I don't know. That's a good point. Unless maybe she was cheating. Ooh. Two in the morning. That's weird time for a rendezvous, man. Like it what, is. Why are you yeah. going to get, why are you going to get fucked in a shed at two in the morning? Good question. Like teachers, Women teachers are freaks, I think, dude. Yeah, yeah. There's especially whenever they're like middle school, high school teachers. Like, yeah, there's yeah, there's something going on because that's not the only instance that I could refer to. But without without defaming people close to me, I can't do it. So like, I can't. I gotta let it. I gotta let those stories die with time. Um, Agent D Bone yeah. says we paintballed her house. I think, and I think we got Rick's house too. Billy made me do it. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay, because my me, my house, Skylar's house, and Billy's house, we were all part of the neighborhood wars that I had started with my friend Neil. There was this whole thing, and it spanned the time span of, like, months when we were, like, age. I think we actually know it, because it would have been a couple of seasons. This happened, this happened for a while, like, over the span of a couple of years then. But uh, the neighborhood wars were bad. Like, I, I marched into my friend Billy's house one time, and he was like doing a stationary manual on a skateboard in his bedroom in front of a bunch of girls. And so like, I didn't know that that's what he was doing. Like I went over there to throw Twinkies at him cause I was trying to start some shit. And so I went over there and I had a bunch of mushed up Twinkies in my hand and I fucking walk into his bedroom. I see him doing a fucking manual stationary in the middle of his room <laughs> and a bunch of chicks watching him do it. And I was like, yo Bill. And he turns around and I just fucking pied his face with these Twinkies and he <laughs> fell off the board. And so he scrambles up and comes busting down the hallway. And I was way faster than a lot of the kids. And like, I was way faster than my friend Neil. I, I blasted through my, my friend Neil and I hear Billy tackle Neil into the bush. And I hear Neil yell, don't do it. We've been friends for years. 
And he's pummeling Neil for a minute, and then he lets him go, and then he's like, I'm coming for you, Rick. <laughs> and so him and a bunch of neighborhood kids came marching down the street to Skylar's house because he knew that's where we were hanging out on the weekends and shit, and Skylar and I were already ready for his ass. We were up on top of the roof with fucking Twinkies and, like, eggs and shit. <laughs> and then they came down. They had a bunch of, like, condoms with, like, syrup like chocolate syrup and water and molasses and like some of them pissed in them there's like piss condoms and so it was like midnight we have this giant falling out in the middle of the street where Skylar and I are throwing Twinkies and food and all kinds of shit from off the top of his roof and then everyone on the ground's throwing condoms and all kinds of crazy shit it would why, why Twinkies so so Billy's dad had come into possession of a fuckload of Twinkies he would get he would always get a ton of milk that was about to expire in like little milk cartons, the okay. ones the ones that you get from school. Yeah. He'd get crates of those and then get like a bunch of like every once in a while it'd be something like Twinkies or some other bullshit, you know what I mean? Um and so Skylar and I just had a bunch of Twinkies because he'd give them to the to his friends and shit. So we were like, let's just use these Twinkies against them. And so we had this giant plastic tote full of Twinkies. And so we used them as ammunition. And they used condoms. <sighs> I don't know the like if I ever really had a Twinkie. They suck, dude. They fucking suck. We knew they sucked back then, so we used them as weapons. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I ever actually ate a Twinkie. Like, you're not missing anything, dude. They fucking blow. Um, oh, but they're supposed to survive a nuclear holocaust. Agent D Bone says Rick got Billy's house too. To be clear, and those chicks were gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy's house girls were not known for being very hot at all. Um, so yeah, that, that whole thing happened and, uh, we just kept ramping it up. Like even when we weren't home, we knew our house would get hit. My house would get hit. And like my parents have no idea. And Skylar's parents for a little while didn't have any idea until one day his dad was picking us up from the mall and we pulled into the driveway. And like, as we're pulling around the corner to go to his house, his carports on the other side of his house, Skylar's entire roof and his big ass tree in his front yard was just glowing and when you get up on it, you saw that it was a bunch of fucking condoms with glow sticks in them that have, that were made like water balloons. So it was like glowing dicks all over his house and tree. And I remember him turning around and looking at us in the backseat going, yo, you boys want to fucking let me know why my house is covered in glowing dicks? <laughs> so, yeah. So we told like him, me. yeah, we told him about the neighborhood war and stuff like that. He was like, as long as you guys clean it up and nothing gets like broken and no one gets hurt, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like. And so my house got paintballed and egged and all kinds of shit. And my dad would just go outside with a hose and be like, <laughs> I remember uh, there was one night where uh, my buddy Cody threw an egg and it broke one of my, it like, it cracked one of my living room windows. And my Oof. dad, my, my dad was like, all right, this bull, this bullshit stops today. And so I called all my friends and I was like, yo, we just, we can't hit my house anymore. And I like made sure that it was cool that I still participated because I was like now that my house is off limits I like don't feel <laughs> like you have to have something on the line you know what I mean you do but it's once a window to... gets cracked that's expensive that's pe the parents get involved yeah yeah I, yeah know. it wasn't it wasn't cool it wasn't a cool time for me um but I had it coming dude because like I had um Skylar and I started weaponizing condoms too so I went into Skylar's kitchen his both of his parents are fantastic chefs and uh bakers and stuff like that so they always had a ton condoms. of ingredients oh. no okay no we, and that's another thing we always had a bunch of condoms because our friends stole from walmart and they just jack a bunch of condoms and stuff thinking you know you're 14 15 years old you're not fucking at all 
And so, yeah. you, and so your condoms are just being used to, to mess with your friends. So we always had condoms too. Condoms, Twinkies, and milk. And so anyway, started filling up these condoms with like syrup and hot sauce and pissing in them and like all kinds of stuff. And I made a couple of good, you know, piss and hot sauce condoms. Well, anyway, I go, I catch, I catch Billy lacking in the streets, dude. He's, he ain't got shit on him and he's by himself. And I'm like, oh, word up. So I come running down the street with a condom in my hand full of like piss and hot sauce and syrup and stuff. And I even yell out too. I was like, I got you now. And he fucking darts into his house and he goes to slam the door. Cause I'm right on his ass. And so I fucking toss the condom and like the condom does this stupid, like over under move. It gets halfway into the door frame before the Ooh. door catches it and blasts it inside of his house. And I go running back to Skylar's parents' house. Right. And I'm, you might have did the perfect throw. It, accidentally, because I certainly yes. didn't mean for that to happen. Because and I also didn't know this was unbeknownst to me. Billy's parents had just bought brand new fucking white leather sectional couches. They were like, it was a huge fucking like ensemble of furniture, and it was nice. And this condom blasted all over an entire section of it. I feel like I haven't, I didn't see a sectional couch until I like I became an adult. <laughs> Well, Maybe I just hung around with just poor. Just I was just poor. Like I guess I don't know. I was poor too, but that's the thing is how I do you never stay? saw a sectional couch. Well, no, think of it this way though. Like the reason I saw that was because it was it was from it was from the classic thing that keeps us poor. Like when you're poor, if you want to stay poor, buy shit you don't need. Buy some shit. Buy some status shit to put in your house that doesn't match up with the shit you're putting in it. Have you ever been to a house like that where it's shitty on the oh, outside? Sure. It's like these the couch fools, flex. It's You're, like yeah. it's like fools who put like twenty twos on an eighty eight Monte Carlo or something like that that has sunspots on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like a Chrysler LeSabre with fucking rims on it. It's like get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just never saw a sectional. Like I didn't know they existed. Like this is pretty tight. Like, I think you saw plenty of them. You just kind of blacked it out of your memory because of what was happening to you on them. I think so. But like more than two people could sit on a couch. Yeah, dude. Well, at that house. <laughs> Holy shit. But that's the thing is that house was like a flop house. Like you could go there. You could go there, hang out one weekend and like ditch school and just be there for a week. Like just sleep on the couch when you wanted to. You come and go as you please. There's no knocking. There was like always like 20, 30 kids there all the time. You know, his older brother is always, like, in and out of jail, getting caught for, like, funny stuff. He's the dude that I was talking about. Uh, I told this story years ago. The guy that uh, the guy that got arrested at the cemetery because he was trying to fit a bong stem into a skull. He had dug up a skull or whatever and got arrested because he was trying to turn it into a bong. Is he, like, an edgelord or something? No, he's just dumb and, like, always doing drugs and shit. Like... Like that's the thing too is I caught him sober a couple of times. Like if you talk to him sober and shit, he wasn't like a, he wasn't like a mean dude or anything like that. Like I had never had an issue with him, but like he just couldn't stop being fucked up. Like on what drugs? Everything like heroin, meth, like all the bad ones, and then drinking a ton. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, it was not cool. He had a cool bad mixture. He had a cool ass Mustang for a while. He had this gray like Mustang that was badass. Um, What's with you and Mustangs, by the way? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a recurring you got Mustang thing. stories. Yeah, yeah. I think ever <laughs> since I I came to terms with my own sexuality, I was like, maybe I could be a Mustang guy. Were they five O mm-hmm. Mustangs? Mm-hmm. Remember that was big. The five like point oh. Five O. 
5.0 bus deck. Oh yeah, because uh, Rob Van Winkle made this popular with his with his song, Ice Ice uh, Baby. Oh, did did Rip Van Winkle do that? It wasn't Rip Van Winkle. Oh. Oh, God, dude. My ass he lives in Colorado sweaty. Springs. Who does? Rob Van Winkle. Oh. That's some, you would know that. I feel like when you first moved to Colorado, you're like, how am I going to fit in with my peers? And you start Googling 10 things you didn't know about Colorado. And you're like, Rob Van Winkle. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he lives down there. And then also Dog the Bounty Hunter lives down there, by the way. Still? Well, he was a Hawaii guy. Well, if he's in the Springs, that makes sense because he's like an outspoken racist. The Springs is like kind of a trash place, by the way. <laughs> well, that's where it's all the racists are. It's a bit of a wild are. trash, trash place. Like it gets wild down there. It's just it's like meth Ugh. and just craziness mm-hmm. down in the car. And like and there's really nice places down there, but it gets a little wild. Yeah, tell me about it, dude. I was I was down there first week in Colorado. That's where I stayed for a week and fucking I was oh, bombing hills on. Uh, on ripsticks at 40 miles an hour getting fucked up. I don't know how I didn't go to the hospital after that shit. I was like, well, you, one were, of, you were staying with what's his name's parents with Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Chad, oh. Chad also would know all these people that I'm talking about. I wonder where Chad is now. He's, I think he's still in color or no, no. I think he's in Chicago. I, I asked Skylar recently. I was like, how the fuck is he doing? I haven't talked to him in so long. Um, but yeah, dude, that was a crazy house. Crazy times over at Billy's house. Crazy times growing up in my neighborhood, dude. We just, we would do shit like that every week, man. And then like, as soon as we started driving, we would do things called night riding. And Billy's house was always a big target for that. Like one time, the guy that I'm talking about, the the drug addict guy, we would always go by Billy's house and it would be the last thing we would do for the night. We would always do one big thing to close out the night. And uh, that was either go egg my friend Phil's house or go egg <laughs> Billy's house. And so there was you wanted to do, you had to do one big thing, and it was just two options. Two options of doing the same thing. <laughs> yes, and then we always videotaped it. Like I had an old camcorder that my dad had sold me for like as much as he paid for it. Uh, <laughs> Twice what he paid for. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so like I would always carry this video. I like I always had a camouflage bandana, a video camera, and nunchucks. Those are like my my night riding shit because I was like, what are you gonna do with nunchucks? By the I'm way? really good at nunchucks. Are you kidding me? You've, you've never seen me use nunchucks? I have. They're very I not use, practical. I use nunchucks. Like. Yes, they are. Are you kidding me? You've never fought with nunchucks, then? Nunchucks keep people at bay. No. If they have a knife or something, dude, you pop them in the fucking hand with a nunchuck or you sweep low and catch them in the knee or the shin. That's a fight ender. You know how many times I've gotten out of having my ass stomped in because I had nunchucks on me? Uh, I'd rather have nunchucks than a, a knife. Bang. <laughs> well, I again, none of the examples I just used were guns. It was people right. either trying there to were, fight me or yeah. like stab me. Okay. Obviously, a gun's going to win against nunchucks, literal Adam. Well, yeah, it's funny. Hey, too. why don't you go tell some interesting stories about your life? Oh, and uh, there it is. Justin Trudeau just banned guns in Canada. Mm, that's a, Not that's a, this is a man who's got nothing to give. <laughs> so, <laughs> got nothing to live for. Look it up. Look it up, people. But yeah, dude, we would, we would egg Billy's house. And then, uh, yeah, dude, his, his uh, brother there would come busting out of the house. 
in his underwear, all hopped up on methamphetamines. He'd chase, he'd chase the car we were in all the way down the street. And I remember one time we popped the back hatch open because that's where our buddy Neil was sitting. And we would like let we would let this guy get really close to the car and then keep driving. And Neil was like, "He's gonna fucking get me, dude." <laughs> that was I'd be like, scared too. I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Well, yeah, we would do this shit all the time. We got Goblin. shot at. We got shot at a few times. We got like there were so many times when we should have just gotten fucked up for doing what we were doing, dude. Oh, definitely been shot at, like yeah, as a child. Yeah, because you're fucking yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. What's, fucking around trying to find out. Yeah, dude. What, what's one of your getting shot at it as a kid stories? Because this only happens when you grow up in certain areas, dude. Like, like rich kids will never understand the adrenaline rush you get from like being an asshole at three in the morning on the on the boulevard in Myrtle Beach and calling people racial slurs. <laughs> like, yeah, I think we were coming back from watching that Eminem movie. Um, eight mile <laughs> is that what it, okay it's eight mile. spaghetti spaghetti yeah and we saw i think his name was jose dominguez i can't remember his name but he was another kid jose that went to school with us and we were like let's fuck this guy up <laughs> and he just pulled out he started shooting <laughs> like oh okay he would well he would he was a he was a rebel too like he would always just like he would <laughs> just like smoke cigarettes <laughs> in eighth grade like you know like when we're young like just yeah. chief chief heaters he would just yeah, be dude. dude a heater like <laughs> uh, like right off the school property like yeah, yeah dude this kid, kid's a problem <laughs> he was a little bit of a problem he had a fucking he didn't hit anybody um so that was that was good he put it down though that's i mean yeah in his situation, I probably would have done the same thing. Like maybe like shot over you guys' head or something, but let you know I have one. Well, that was the only option you probably had because it was like four versus one. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. You guys are lucky, dude. You guys are lucky. He probably didn't try to hit you. I don't think he did. <laughs> He's kind of a nice guy, I think. I don't know why we were mean to him. I was going to say, why were you trying to <laughs> beat up this we poor were. guy? I don't know why we were mean to him. Like, yeah, he was, he was actually kind of a nice dude. Like kind of kept to himself. Maybe yeah. he's a psychopath because he probably just like killed prostitutes or something. Like well, that. I mean, when you're that age, dude, you're not thinking. Like I have, yeah. there, there's guys that I know, like like a lot of the people, most of the people that I knew growing up, growing up and going to school with and stuff like that. Like I still stay in contact with to a certain degree, um, and so like there's certain people from my past where I'm like why was I such a fucking dick? And then you realize like, yep. oh, everybody was being a dick to this one person. And it's like, oh, you were just a fucking bully. Like you, you were just trying not to be in the crosshairs of anyone else. And so you were going yep. along with it. Yes, exactly. But that's, there's like, you have so much hormones. Yeah. Well, kids are just, tribally. They're just tribalists or, or tribally inclined, I guess. I don't know what I'd call that. Because like, Lord the, of the flies. Like you, you're, dude, you're just being injected with hormones yeah. nonstop. You have, you can't think straight ever. I hated hormones as a, as a teenager, dude. I mean, the first time I made out with a chick, I was like, I fucking hate hormones. Cause I was like, I had my ass sticking out cause I had a huge boner or I mean, I was like 13 or 14. There's not a huge boner going on. There's not a huge boner going on today, let alone back then. So I, I had a regular boner going on. A limp boner. Yeah, just a just a, light, a nice, nice half boner. <laughs> no. And I like, yeah, but no, it's not unexciting. 
boner. No, this was my first makeout session and it was standing up and it was like right down the street from my grandma's house over by this like electrical substation. And so I'm making out with this chick and I've got my ass out. Like I'm giving her a church hug or something. Cause my dick is like, like poking out and I'm wearing, I'm not wearing like jeans or anything. I'm wearing like some thin ass pants. And, uh, cause I used to skateboard and shit back then still, like I, I skateboarded forever, like my entire life growing up and shit. And so I would always either wear like loose fitting shorts or like, you know, stretchy pants or something like that. And so you can see this boner and I'm like, got my ass out and I'm also a germaphobe. So I'm like not swallowing my spit. So as we're making out, there's just a, so much spit building up in my mouth. And I remember like having to be silent when I walked her the rest of the way to her house, she was trying to talk to me and I was holding all the spit in my mouth because I didn't want to swallow it. And I also didn't want to like spit it out in front of her and make her think like, Oh, you got, you're, you're gross. I won't swallow your spit or something. A stupid yeah. teenage thought. And so I walked all the way to her house silently, hugged her, and she was, like, even asking me. She was like, why aren't you saying anything? And I was just like, and I just kept, like, putting my hand over my heart, being like, oh, like, like I was taken back by her kiss or something like that. And she just, like, smiled and left me, let me off the hook. And I walked down the stairs, and I doubled over and, like, spit all of, like, just so much spit into her front yard. And then I remember talking to her the next day and being like, hey, are you okay? I saw you, like, throw up in my front yard. You all right? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I, it must've been the pizza or something like that. Like I played it off, but like, dude, my first makeout session was so fucking uncomfortable and I, I hated hormones. I was like, why does this have to happen to me? Yeah. I remember making out with this chick who's now actually a cop. Who's now actually a guy. She's, a, she's an Italian, <laughs> Italian broad. That's a cop now. Big booba. Um, Oh yeah, nice. Those Italian broads got big booba. Most and of the her time. mom made great stuff. Shell, of course she did, Adam. And she never gave me the recipe. I said she said no, it's a secret recipe. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, bitch. Dude, even even <laughs> but, Italians with like Down syndrome can still cook. Yeah, it was amazing. But uh, and like I remember her friend Michelle Colicchio was also there, also Italian. I was going to say, well, was she day. Italian too? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I remember making it, and my, I just had a broad. It was just, I, I had shorts, like, just, uh, like, regular shorts. You can't like, be making out with shorts on, dude. It's It was just, like, sticky. It was just, like, a poke. It was just out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough, dude. That's really and, rough. Like, well, I mean, but that's, like, when you're a kid, that's, like, tight, dude. Like, fuck. Well, you're, yeah, you're mortified. You're like, if anyone finds out I'm hard right now, I'm yeah. going to lose my life. <laughs> yes. Dude, oh yeah, another thing that made it terrible terrible was like I had just gotten my braces like a day or two before this makeout happened, so my mouth was on fire. Like it didn't even feel good. Ooh, yeah. You just got the braces, that's a bad that's bad on your teeth, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It I, hurts. I still like, regret that my first time having sex I was wearing a condom. I feel like I should have Same here. I I mean, but you know, we were being we were doing what we thought you were supposed to do. Yeah, I mean like, you know, three days later. No condoms ever existed ever again. Yeah. But. I'll also say that my first time was like with a lambskin condom. So like it was way thinner and felt cool. So at least I've I had done that. One. I've never had sex with one Oh, those. there's barely a difference. Barely a difference. It, it basically, okay. the condom basically, it's so thin that it takes on the form of whoever's vagina you're entering. And it's just, I mean, it, it's perfectly lubed in and out. Like it's almost it's a it's if i absolutely gunned to my head had to wear a condom it would be that but the caveat is that it does not 
protect against STDs, only pregnancy. I think that's all condoms, isn't it? No, dude. Latex prevents or it protects against like HIV and everything. Oh, baby girl. Unless you're, unless you're banging dudes. I mean, you're mm. not getting an HIV, but Adam, that is just such, <laughs> Go ahead. That is that just such a far right opinion. <laughs> Ask easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. You just had a simple cold that snowballed into AIDS. That's, oh, that's how that snowball. happened. You, you got AIDS from snowballing. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, Easy was gay. Woke up like, quick, I'm pretty sure sucked a gay. fast dick. <laughs> There's some like documentary with him, like about him, not about him, but he was in it. Mm-hmm. It was like Dr. Dre's. It was mainly about Dr. Dre's like first girlfriend or wife or whatever. Yeah, and. It may it portrayed him as being a very sweet guy to her and like easy kind of yes kind of, you know yeah he's he's a like fruit. sweet like sweet sweet yeah he was being a sweet ah. but and but also defending her Dr. Drake kind of comes off as like an asshole yeah I he, mean he was kind of a douche and he wasn't like a street guy he was like no a, of course not. He was a sequin wearing DJ. Like he, he was ever, a fruity guy too. Exactly. Have you ever seen old videos of Dr. Dre back before, like back in the eighties and stuff? Yeah, he, he was a fruit. He wore sequin doctor uniforms with like sequin gloves and a sequin doctor's mask. Like he was wearing masks way before the pandemic. And he would like <laughs> and he would do he would do turntables and shit. And like it would be like that. Like just like dancing and breakbeat music, and he would be like doing these fruity dances on the stage and shit, and like popping and locking. Yeah, I think he's probably gay too. Like, yeah, well, I mean, everyone's gay. Well, he was he'd like you're beat gay. This chick up all the time. I mean, what did she do? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she probably Let's spoke not, on a turn well, multiple times, but well, if if we've learned anything from Amber Heard, it's that we need to start believing males we need to start believing men when they believe all men yeah that's basically what i'm getting at it's our body it's our choice ladies so hands yeah. off well, believe all men yeah um let's see agent debone says what is that camera angle i'm gonna guess you're talking about adam because you can as, as always as the episode is progressing you see less and less of him and now it's even starting to eat into his chin Oh, yeah. No, I was reclining in this chair. It's... Adam doesn't want anyone to see his nipple rings on camera. <laughs> yeah, I got, or no I got one the same wanted... ones that, uh, what's his name, the New York uh, mayor had that got fired. It was a sick joke. Uh, well, don't you remember that guy? Like, no. He was wearing a shirt, and I was like, it looked like he had nipple rings. Oh, no. No, I don't uh, remember that. Okay. You, I mean, you even wear these novelty shirts. Like, what's the point of wearing these novelty shirts if you're not going to show them off? Well, I kind of agree with you. Like, I got to get, like, a maybe put something. I have a camera mount that costs. Well, actually, I have several tripods, but I have, like, they. if you go on Amazon, they make desk-mounted things. You've seen the shit that I use. Yeah. Do you want me to send I, you the yeah. link? No, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll put something up here and then just uh. mount it up there. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Kyle says, whatever, who cares? Dre makes fire beats. That's all that matters. Actually, he doesn't. He has a lot of ghost producers and ghost writers for all. He actually never wrote his lyrics either. Um, he has a ton of yes. producers and engineers that make his beats that he mass produces and sells to different artists. Swiss beats. Don't, Great producer. Okay, I was going to say, don't you defame Swiss beats. No, Swiss beats was hot. Right. He always had good fucking yeah. beats. I also liked anything Swish House. All those, okay. any Mike Jones beat. I love Timberland. Timberland always was the man. You know, any Petey Pablo beat was was fucking fire. Yeah, that's some that dirty South shit, dude. A lot of Jonathan guys out screwed. of a lot of Memphis music too, dude. A lot of Memphis hip hop kicks ass. I only walk in Memphis, so <laughs> walking on Memphis, <laughs> sucking a guy's dick. Fucking in Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> Getting AIDS in Memphis. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Kyle says he can stay in the closet if he wants to. His wife actually does look like a trans woman. <laughs> I believe it. Dude, have you seen Ice T's kid? Ice T has a baby that looks like a trans man, dude. <laughs> well, it's like wife like had like 80 hundred thousand dollars of plastic surgery yo she is fucked to up, look dude. to look like a six yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like well she's dating at fucking one yeah with a lisp yeah dude i mean how bad do her genetics have to be to where like she gives birth to a kid Coco. and it only looks like iced tea you cannot her tell Coco, i think right yes and you cannot tell that that kid came from her at all yeah, that's that kid came that, out with no bueno. No, that kid came out with the same like goldfish eyes and shit, <laughs> looking silly. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, mom, I'm hungry. They whip out them tits. They live in Hoboken, or at least they did. Mm-hmm. I remember just going to Hoboken, like, oh, like because my buddy who worked for Goldman Sachs, like, yeah, I feel like live good guys over there, at Goldman Sachs. Terrible guys, and I told them at the at the time. Yeah. Um, but Ishan, he was an Indian dude, worked at Goldman Sachs. Oh, you have but, no problem fucking doxing the Indians. <laughs> I mean, every Ishi, yeah, but I didn't give you his last name. Speaking of Indians, uh, I realized like we're almost an hour into the show. I haven't gotten to a single thing I put in the description. I might have to change the description. I'm not, I'll save all this shit for next week. We're, we're having too much fun. Well, we're sucking in Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucking him. <laughs> and in Hoboken. Yeah. Hoboken's a wild place, by the way. Fucking dudes up in Hoboken. If you're ever near like New York, go to Hoboken and just get wild. Like, get wild. What do you mean? By that? Well, like go instead of going to the bars in Manhattan. Yeah. Take the path train under the Hudson and go to Hoboken and just go to the bars there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of like it's a wild place. I'd be down but for some shit like, like that. Yeah, Hoboken's kind of a cool place. Kyle's from Jersey, I think, originally, or he's got a bunch of family there. Oh, he's not. He's not trying to be a North North Bergen guy. No, he, um, he said North Jersey uh, sucks. Yeah, Bergen County. He said North Jersey looks like a trans woman. <laughs> Adam looks like a trans woman. Oh, he says no. His mom is right on. Um, big big Kevin Smith guy, are you? Yeah, well, Kevin Smith, I think, was a Red Bank guy. Yeah, yeah. Which Red Bank is a beautiful uh, town. Yeah. 
I'm keeping it local here, I guess. I was going to say, I, I might I might follow the chats, lead Agent D-Bone's, like, tell more childhood stories. <laughs> We're over here breaking down the geography of, of Jersey. Like, anyone gives a fuck. Oh, call Bruce Springsteen. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen the Garden State? I hate Z Bruce Springsteen. Zach Brav. No, I mean, dude. Oh, Garden State, that movie was trash. I never watched it. I like, Pro I like the Postal Service, like the band. Um, oh, I love Postal Service for sure. Yeah, and because they were featured in that movie, I hate Zach Braff. I don't like seeing his face. I hate everything about him. So, like, I, I just, I tried to watch Scrubs. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You didn't want no Scrubs? No, no. Scrubs is a guy that can't get no love from me. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Scrub is an... <laughs> oh, let's see. You guys ever go to church? No. No, I mean, I grew up going to church. That's actually where I learned to be kind of a shit ass. Um, yeah, same here. Yeah, going to church and also joining the newspaper in high school. I learned how to be like top level troll, asshole, mischievous ninja. That's what. I, that's how I would have described myself as a teenager. I think a lot of people that went to school with me would have said the same. Like that's that's a mischievous ninja who's probably going to go to jail shortly after graduation, which I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Church is where you like, oddly enough, like when you're a kid, you get rowdy. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's the place to do it. We also find like the chicks that are like sluts. <laughs> yeah. Like the chicks that go to church are sluts, by the way. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say it, like people. where I went, where I went, like, I had to go to, um, I didn't go to, like, actual Sunday church. My parents made oh. me do every Wednesday after school, we'd have to go to the church. Like, I was I was raised Catholic. We'd go to the Catholic church, and there was a Catholic school attached to it. And so every Wednesday, I have to go to this thing called CCD. And that's basically Sunday school, but it happened on a Wednesday after real school. And so I'd have to go there for like an hour or so every Wednesday. And I had to do that from the time I was in like kindergarten until the end of eighth grade when you get confirmed. So it's yeah. just indoctrination. And my entire class, dude, give or take four or five kids, we were shit asses trolling like a mug, yeah. dude, asking questions that we ain't had no damn business asking. Well, actually, no, questions that we did have business asking, but that they were not prepared to answer. Yeah, I remember... During confirmation, they they brought in a young priest. That's weird. Yeah. Well, well, the other were they were they shuffling other priests around at that time? Yeah. Well, no, no, they weren't. It was a Catholic brought, deck shuffling. They brought the. He was a handsome dude, actually. Um, I knew Adam was gay. Uh, but yeah, did you fuck him? No, they you suck they his brought, cock. Brought him in because, but like, we had to do confirmation. Show me like, how you sucked his cock. No, it, it, there, it, he probably would, by the way, how weird, like thinking now, like how weird it was. Yeah. Like he, he was like, a, like he like, oh, if you masturbate, you're, you know, you've sinned and all this stuff. Like, oh, whatever. He's probably like an ex addict or something. Yeah, I feel like that was weird. Yeah. Like uh, what's going on uh. here? Like you might be, a, he, I don't know. He told this weird story of like this chick he was friends with like was dying of cancer and like oh no like he, he prayed he like he would always pray for her to get better 
And then when like, like she was in the hospital once, he prayed that she just fucking died because she was so bad. And like how, she, oh, you must, like, I don't know. Oh, it was she a died? weird fucking scene. And she did die. Yeah, obviously she had cancer. She had terminal cancer. No, I mean, in that story, like, did he, did he pray that she died? And she died like a second after he was done praying. <laughs> like, cool well, I was just going to say, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, where's this story going? Because it sounds like this guy's just full of nonsense. Yeah, it kind of was like, but they're like, yeah, they bring in these heavy hitters like for confirmation. Yeah. And they fly the bishop in. They did. Yeah, they always fly a bishop in. They yes. flew the bishop in. He had the big pimp yes. cane and shit. Yep, yep. That was yeah. hard. And then, bizarrely enough, years later, my mom sends me that article. I think I sent it to you. Like, uh, that the priest that was at the church, like, which was dead. He's dead. Yeah. But, uh, like, fucked a bunch of kids. Like, just raped a bunch of kids. Well, I guess he had the last laugh. Like, and he, you know, we well thought he was retiring. Yeah. Well, I think it wasn't about retirement. They're like, you got to get out of here because you got to run, dude. <laughs> so he never got you any trouble? No. Mm-mm. Nope. Jesus uh, Christ. Just, yep. Just, he died like 80 something. Like just, yeah, he fucked a bunch of kids. Like, yeah. just it's crazy. Like, well, needless to say, I, I, I think everyone at this point knows our stance on religion and things of that nature i just it's yeah. the minute i was done with confirmation that was it for me i was like i didn't even want to i didn't even want to get confirmed but my mom was like oh you know your grandma really wants to see it happen and stuff and i'm like yep all right I had I'll... teachers that that were like excited about it. yeah exactly exactly like i got like uh like cards and stuff from my teachers yeah dude did you ever it. did you ever go to school with the ashes on your forehead and have to explain yes. that shit to your classmates. Never had to explain it. Oh my God. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, after a year or so, like, I mean, when you're really young, the first time you ever have to go into school and you have the fucking ashes and it's like you and maybe a handful of other kids have the ashes on your forehead. And it's like, all right, well, we're all sticking close. We're all watching well, each no, other six like, today. The only kids who didn't have ashes on their head were Puerto, like the black kids. The Puerto Ricans did it. The white oh kids yeah, did. I didn't think about that. Yeah, where so, you grew up, there's probably a lot of Catholics. Yeah, and the Jews. The Jews obviously didn't do it. Right. Yeah, that was that was another thing growing up. Like I had a lot of to this day I have a lot of Jewish friends. And um I just remember like especially in sixth grade, like the beginning of middle school, like we always stuck really close together because like it was like I was part of like a really nerdy crew and like but was still down to fight and shit. And then, like, all my Jewish friends, same way. Like, we're, it was like, you're either getting picked on for being a nerd or a Jew or, like, something. You know what I mean? It's kids. Kids are ruthless, so they're going to pick anything and attack you. The minute we learned about Hitler, that whole fucking week was garbage for my friends, dude. I felt so bad for him, dude. There was this, like, group of kids that were making fun of my one friend until he cried. They were, like, saying just dumb kid shit, like, talking about the Holocaust and, like, Hitler and stuff. I remember getting in this big ass fucking fight, and the just, myth of the Holocaust. Okay, all right. Well, I forgot didn't that. Happen. I forgot you're a Holocaust <laughs> denier. Yeah, it didn't happen. Flat earther, Holocaust denier, <laughs> yeah. serial rapist, yeah. Adam. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. dude, that was a that was a violent year for me, man. <laughs> just, I always hated seeing my friends get picked on. Like, I didn't mind it if somebody picked on me because I knew it was just a matter of time before we start fighting. <laughs> like. And that's usually when it when things level out a little bit and <laughs> shit. Yeah. 
I don't know. I once, yeah, I once go with black people and Puerto Ricans for most part, and a lot of Jews. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, you grew up in New York, dude. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Fucking school, man. School was ruthless, dude. I was wild, isn't it? Wasn't it weird? Like thinking back at it now, it's like I wish I would have hit more people. Like I didn't hit enough people. I agree. Yep. I like I was so afraid of consequence when I was a kid. My my parents didn't play around. Like if you were fucking around in school, like you were my my parents took education very seriously from the time like even before we were in school. Like me and my sisters, we could operate computers, we could read fairly well, we could like we were generally a little more ahead than our peers and stuff. And I never like and I did terribly in school. I was always so fucking bored out of my mind, dude. I I got like mediocre Same. grades and shit. But um yeah, dude, I just remember like you don't you don't fuck around in school like that. But there were so many times when like I could have just decked a kid and gotten away with it. Like just get a little bit of detention, maybe get grounded for a week, you know, no big no big deal. Not like now in our thirties, you deck somebody, you're looking at like aggravated assault and shit like that. Oh no. Yeah, well even <laughs> or if, get shot or something. If you did it at school now. Yeah, good point. Good trouble. Like unless you bring a gun into a school, then you don't have to worry about any consequences because the cops are just gonna wait a mile down the road until you're finished. Yeah, they're just gonna sit there because they're scared. Well, they're scared, you know. That's not their job to do yeah, protect well, anyone. Well, guns are dangerous, Adam. You know, I don't know if you've ever been shot at before, but it's, it's pretty scary. Yeah. No, it is it is scary. The older you get, it becomes more scary. Yeah, yeah. But, Especially uh, when you have all that tactical gear on that's weighing you down. You're carrying these like automatic assault weapons and you have like all this armor plating on and stuff. It, it's scary to run into a situation like that because you your yeah. your movements inhibited. <laughs> you're not well equipped to handle the situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I've had tech gear on, I've been shot at, and it's 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 relatively scary. Um, but if it was a bunch of children, I mean, it's not like we were going in to um, save children, right? Oddly enough, we still went in. Well, did um, you see the mom who ran in and grabbed her two kids out of her classroom and ran back to where she was? Well, I think a father was tased. Yeah, yeah, uh, trying to go in. Several parents then, got arrested. Yeah, and then. The border patrol kind of was like, uh, we're gonna go in. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll we yeah, hold we our beer, we're gonna go in. Yeah, we're gonna go do your jobs real quick. Yeah. Weird. Also weird, 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 weird. I'm glad I'm glad we brought this up again this week because I think last week I said something. I mentioned that teacher who they were initially blaming for leaving the door open. Not true. Yeah, that was debunked. So thank yeah. God for that woman, because I couldn't imagine what she has been victim to since that's occurred dude that's fucking insane dude she's probably gotten so many death threats and shit like i, I feel so horrible for that woman now <laughs> well like all the cops like they're like you're not saying shit yeah exactly Those they're not cops, cooperating with the investigation so you know but back the blue we're supposed to really have the cops backs oh, thin blue fuck line. your mother yeah, they're, they're here yeah dude it's, it's yeah, insane it's like to our me. first responders you know it pisses me off. It pisses me off because it's one of those situations where it's like, I feel bad for the cops that get into that that job for like the right reasons and stuff. And it's like you never see those people in the news. You never see those people because they they usually are keeping their mouths shut and they're keeping their heads down and fucking like just doing their jobs. Right. And it just it blows. Like, and I always I always have to mention that because like I have really good friends that I grew up with that are police officers. I have like older family friends that are police or were police officers and stuff like that. And it's like, and I've even, I've even ran into several cool cops and shit like that. They're few and far between. I have way, I've had, I've had way more bad 
um, situations with cops and I've had good. And that right there is telling in itself. Uh, yep. I and agree. I, and I don't know anyone that can say otherwise. Like most of my friends would say the same thing. It's like, yeah, usually they have an attitude right off the bat. They're going to try to like push you into doing something wrong so they can escalate the situation. And and that's how it normally is. Like, you know, nine out of 10 times dealing with these guys, I, I have, I at least get some fucking crazy attitude out of them. And then they're really yep. sarcastic and they want you to like pop off back at them yep. and shit. Yep. It's just, and it pisses me off. It's like, this is exactly why people don't give a fuck and they shoot at you now. Well, they, yeah, they bait you into something because they know you're not armed. Yeah. And then they can fuck you up. Yeah. But when, you know, a dude is in a school killing little children and some of the children need to be identified with their DNA rather because they're so, you can't, they're indistinguishable because their faces are destroyed and stuff. Right. Um, because you sat there right. and did nothing because you were scared of a teenager with a gun but you're supposed to be a highly trained professional like you tell everybody with qualified immunity who can't get sued personally. Um, yeah. I have, I have some problems with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that needs to be taken away. That's the whole thing is like, it no, is in Colorado. Well, that, well, that's the thing is like in general, I don't think even at the top, even at the top level of like a judge or something like that, how many corrupt judges are there? How many, how many times have we caught judges like, basically just like abusing their positions and stuff like that. You can't give any human being a heightened sense or a heightened sense of like superiority over a body of people. Like even in trusted positions where they're supposed to maintain a level of like, I don't, I don't know the the correct way to say this. Like, like I don't think like things like qualified immunity and things like, uh, even with my job, um, Again, I fuck, I can't like cuz I can't talk about it and I can't Right. But like let's say I were to have to testify in court, my testimony is going to weighs more. It's going to weigh more, yeah, than an average citizen. And so and I don't think that's that's right cuz I'm still just a human being. A a judge is a human being, a police officer is a human being. We're all susceptible to like we're all capable of lying, we're all capable of abusing our positions. And so I don't think anyone's word should mean any more than anyone else's because at, at the root of it, we're all, we all fall victim to the same human condition. Well, especially before body cams. Yeah. Oh, I God. think just cops are just lying all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just lying about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, you and I, you and I know someone from our, from a job that we both had who, as soon as she got out of the police academy, she, turn down a bunch of jobs because when she would go to train at these stations, they would always tell her like, Hey, if you think someone might be guilty, like bring them in and we'll figure out a way to charge them. Like, you know, always bring them in. We'll charge them later. And she, and luckily she was, you know, one of the good ones and kept hopping around from department to department until she found one out in like the middle of nowhere that was like actually decent. And so she had to commute, commute forever to get to that job. But she was like, at least, I'm comfortable and I'm not being told to like abuse my badge on a daily basis. She was like, I haven't even fucking, I haven't even gotten my first paycheck and I'm being told to like lie and, and set people up and shit. Yeah. Well, I that police so... department also got slapped with whew, a lot of trouble following like years and years later. Yeah. Um, with good lawsuits, multi-million dollar lawsuits, by the way. Rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, Jana says my brother is retired law enforcement and he is truly a good person and was a good law enforcement officer. Cool. I'm sure. Well, yeah. Every, I'm yeah. sure. The, we all know yeah. good ones. 
Yeah, there's good priests too, but yeah. most of them fuck kids. Yeah, there's so, there's lighthearted, decent podcast hosts. We are neither. Agent D Bone says they literally have to help people, and everyone lies to them. Well, yeah, you have to. I mean, it's it's, it's you have to defensively lie to cops because they are going to try to fuck you. I've seen people. Well, I've, yeah. I know people who have called the cops witnessing a crime and have gotten arrested for one thing or another. Like, yes. what? Where's the incentive to help and and to help them do their jobs when there's a very good chance that like if they can't get something out of someone else, they're gonna fucking pin it on you. Yeah, the reality of it is you just don't say anything. Yeah, mind and your business. You're right. By the way, you. Yep. The Fifth Amendment right to just not say anything. Yeah, dude, just mind your fucking business. Like I've never no. called. I've never called the cops before. I can't think of any situation same here where i would like i know people are always like oh in an emergency you'll call a cop or something like that it's like no i, I probably won't dude i'm usually strapped i'm i'm not a bad fighter i, I don't have i don't run into many situations yeah. where like i'm like oh no what am i gonna do i need help and i'll probably get myself into some trouble but i know i'm gonna have to get myself out of it too <laughs> like right and up here it's like they're gonna be here in an hour anyways it doesn't matter so yeah i i did call uh there was one time there was one time, I think I, I've talked about this before, but back when I still worked at Edible Arrangements, uh, before I moved to Colorado, I witnessed one of my acquaintances' dads, like, and this, and I, I'm using acquaintance loosely. Like I, I to to date, I don't like this dude, um, but I saw his dad in this fire red Mercedes, and he's like on the highway, and he's just we're going like 70, 80 miles an hour. And he's just scraping against the side of the guardrail, like driving into the other lane of oncoming traffic and stuff. He's just fucked up. And this and this whole family had drug issues. So he's fucked up and they and they all have money and stuff. And so he's just fucked up driving however he wants and stuff. And so I didn't call the cops, but I called nine one one and I was like, yo, I know this guy. I like gave the dispatcher his his tag information and stuff like that and i followed him to a beach access and told the di the dispatcher where he had parked and then they sent a cop in to check him and shit but by that time i was i was long gone i was like i just can't i'm not gonna have this guy driving around and kill somebody if i'm seeing it if i think yeah. someone might lose their life over something then i'll call 911 or something but i'm not gonna call a direct line to the police or something like that does 411 still exist i don't imagine I, does it? I mean, I mo know. movie phones still exist, so I think <laughs> like four one one used to be a thing. We should troll movie phone next. That's what we'll do. We should, we should troll four one one. Like uh, this information. How are you gonna troll four one one? Oh no! I guess he just asked for information. So I'm it's... looking. I'm looking for Bill Cosby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what had happened was he had fucked my wife, <laughs> and I want reparations. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, well, there was four one one. There's three one one, which is definitely still around. That's a sick band, dude. Amber is well, the color of your energy. Uh, yeah, they also <laughs> come out to your house and tell you if there's gas lines and stuff. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Before you start digging and shit, like if you're gonna put a pool in or. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Ambrose are calling your sucking dick. Dude, I used to be such a fucking jam band homo. Like I and I, I don't really consider 311 a jam, a jam band, band, but they're like so. but they're like kind of like they have that tropically like doodly doodly vibe to them. They do. And they so do. like I was so into into 311 and like I thought they were so tight and then like I started playing guitar and I learned some of their songs and I was like this is the laziest fucking songwriting I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they're <laughs> 
I mean, they still do tours. I think they do pretty well. Yeah, dude, they, they have so much money. They own like private islands and shit. It's insane uh, how much money they have. Little St. James. Yeah. Yeah. God willing, man. I hope I have enough money one day to buy that place. I would love to have my own island. I'm such an isolationist and I, I it don't would know. be cool. Then you can like kind of just chill. Yeah. You know? I, I, dude, I would, the first thing I would do. You want to go halfsies? Yes. Yes. <laughs> first thing I would do is drain any pool and skate it. And then I would have a giant concrete pad poured, poured down just a giant rectangular concrete pad with a giant overhang for shade so I could skate that. And I would literally just do the show and skateboard and that's and smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. Blowing loud, blowing loud. Yeah. I, I probably would just sleep a lot. Yeah. Big time dude. In hammocks, just right yeah. fucking by the beach, just hammock swaying. Yeah. Just, just swinging on those things. Dude, too. me and you could get a his and hers hammock. Oh, I just poop on you, dude. No, come oh, on. Not McAfee. Oh. I don't want to be oh, like McAfee sorry. hammocks. Sorry. That'd be the just most sorry. uncomfortable <laughs> hammock. Could you imagine? Because the girls were like, yeah, you had these hammocks specially made so that when you sit in them, it just spreads your ass cheeks apart and you can fire soft serve all over his chest. <laughs> what a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, I mean, maybe. Well, he was into like research chemicals really hard. Who isn't, dude? I love research chemicals. They're getting better every year. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done one since like my early 20s, but still. Research chemicals are cool. Like, I mean, if you get the right ones and you know how to dose it correctly, because don't don't get me wrong. You fuck up even a little bit on some 2CI or some 2CE or something like that. You're going to have a bad time. You're not going to have fun. (laughs) You're not going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, You can induce some of the most skull splitting migraines you've ever had in your life from research chemicals. Also, cause like, yeah, well, I mean like K2 is ca- kind of like a research chemical, right? No, 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 no. That's a completely different thing. That's, that's a, um, that's like a, that it's still a synthetic chemical that they like yeah. spray onto an assortment of different herbs and stuff that they mix together. Right. So it's like half synthetic chemical, half like herb mixture. And K2 is broad. That's a broad thing. There's so many different <laughs> types of shit like that. Um, research chemicals is like they are well-researched, well-documented molecular compounds that they know are going to produce this specific effect that's going to have this amount of like onset, peak, and then come down and shit. Like if you ever check out the books uh, PCAL and TCAL, that will that will give you a large insight into like everything that deals with uh, psychedelics in general. But there's a lot of talk about research chemicals that we know huh. today. Really interesting stuff. Really thick books, but like really, really worth the read if you're into that kind of shit. Yeah, I think it's the future, probably. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you know, you like Delta Eight and stuff, right? Those are Which, kind of re- I mean, they're it's indistinguishable. Research. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is it's not a re- it's still derived from hemp. Oh, okay. And it's still THC. It's just, it's just not Delta nine. It's a cannabinoid like any other cannabinoid. Um, it's just not Delta nine. And so that's the loophole of why they're able to sell it legally. It's part of the whole farmer's bill. If you remember when that went into effect. Right. So that was, that was part of the, uh, farmer's bill. Whenever thing, whenever certain things have a THC level, they have to be compliant with the farmer's bill levels, which means like, you know, this particular batch can't have like 
more than 0.8 milligrams of THC in the entire batch that you're harvesting down, like this hemp batch. But that just means you need like two or three times the amount of plant matter to make the same potency of a gummy that you would get from like a female. Right. So it's yeah. it's the same exact thing. It's just a it's just a slightly different cannabinoid, but it produces the same psychoactive huh. effect. It's weed. Yeah, and it's the the <laughs> irony of it that's illegal in places where regular weed's legal. Yeah, exactly. So like here you can't get it. Exactly. It's very California odd. you can't get it. However, however, um, the places that they that do sell Delta Eight and stuff like that, most of them source their hemp that they make it with from Colorado farms. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. the good ones do anyway. Yeah, but yeah, that's a that's your that's a little walk through drug school today. I think in sports. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I think this might be a good time to uh, to end it. Yeah, I had a Philly cheesesteak kind of like earlier, and I'm gonna shit my pants, dude. Me too. That's the whole reason I wanted to end this thing. I was like, that fucking grocery store sushi is working on my gut right now. I, I like I'm yeah pretty close to shitting my pants right now. Yeah, yeah. And my I'm, nose is running. I don't know why my nose is running. I'm not wearing underwear either, so if I shit myself, dude, it's gonna be just like fucking coffee going through the coffee filter. <laughs> well, same. Yeah, it's the weekend. I don't wear. It's the like, freaking weekend. Yeah, the the sweatpants are gonna be drenched. Bounce, 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 bounce. We're going to be pooped. Thank you all for joining us for another installment of the Brass Tax program. If you haven't subscribed, I almost said subtracted. If you haven't subtracted to the channel yet, please do so. Uh, Like the stream if you liked it. If you didn't like it, K-Y-S. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions or anything you want to see featured on the show, uh, send those either to any of our social media accounts. I check those every day. And uh, you can also send them via email to therealbrasstax at gmail.com. Go be- become a patron, uh, patreon.com slash brasstaxpodcast. Um, other than that, I think that's all I've got for you. Adam, if you have any hot plugs. I mean, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. But yeah, yeah. I literally have nothing to plug. Oh, and uh, this episode was brought to you by Halliburton and Lockheed Martin. Yes. Uh, well, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is Bam Archer. <laughs> yeah. This is Bam Archer, and we're gonna go. We're gonna go fuck around in Lockheed Martin. <laughs> Climb the fence. We're come on, Bam. Don't get shot by security. I gotta work in the morning. <laughs> oh, come on, Bam. Don't fuel the military-industrial complex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Take care. We'll see you soon. <laughs>